check. Back at it again. We back at another episode of Dissect the Dialogue. I am your gracious host. Turn this down. I am your illustrious host. Hope that's a word. Uh, Eric Terrans, and we're back at it again with another banger. So let's get popping. Now, uh, now I don't know. What is it that's on my mind that happened this week? I just gotta, I'm sitting on it, but I just want to throw it out there. Y'all get that feeling? You're sitting on something, but something just makes you want to just, something makes you want to throw it. I don't know. Maybe I need to hit it over the head with somebody. No? Nothing? Well, if you haven't been paying attention well, I'll break, I'll put you up to speed, so... What was it, the Montgomery boat brawl that occurred during the week? Yes, yes, that was a hectic event that just occurred. Now, according to what I'm getting clarity on, was that a black boat worker was telling white boat ongoers to move their boat. I guess they didn't comply. They started getting into some shit with the worker. One thing leads to another. The worker does a Wakanda uh, war call of some sort, uh, uh, EBT chant. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it was. I thought it was odd. Anyway, um, yeah, and then it went on a whole whole brawl, whole fight, some bloodshed. I mean, nobody died. I mean, that's that's a good thing. I think, but. Yeah, it, it was it was very, very hectic and random, might I add. So I'm like, okay, hmm. So that we can get black black people together when when there's chaos, but never when there's a good thing going on. I don't know, just just the thing. I just find I just find that very peculiar that this is a recurring thing. Uh, but it also made me kind of. I don't know, because every time when I hear stories like this, something never adds up. Something's always fishy. Stories don't line up to what they are, I guess, seem to be. And then if you say anything about it, you're just like, oh, so you ain't down with the cause. Ain't nothing dealing with being down with the cause or being down with your own people. It's just there's a time and a place for certain things, Right. I don't know, and again, I know you can out me out as being the black white person or whatever, but I don't know, as as a people that doesn't want to start any trouble with other people, a lot of the commotions do seem, now again, the whole Montgomery thing, maybe that's, maybe that's a case by case thing, 
But as far as I'm concerned, um, a lot of us kind of start a lot of confrontations unnecessarily. And I'm noticing that. And it's not the out and as a race thing, but it's just an observant thing. Now, you could say white people may tend to say slick comments, microaggressions. Okay, cool. But, you know, if you're on your job, I bet you don't have that aggression around that time, right? It's like you say you have a problem with it, but I don't. I mean, you really doubt people even do anything about it. But if it's your own your own people, a person that looks like you, you're ready to kill them. So I think that's very odd. You know, the only time we really want to support one another is if there's a commotion going on. It seems like negativity always seems to get the best out of us skin folk for some reason. Don't know what it is. I don't know what's in the water, but it's just something in my confrontation that always something about bloodshed is very uplifting. But then again, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. If I am, just let me know. But that's how I see it. That's how I saw this whole incident. Was just like, and it could be another ploy to um, just pin everybody against one another. Uh, I sent I sent a minute a poll about how. Uh, the government is uh, making a war against humanity. Are they the, all these events? You know, all these events that's taking place. Are, are they? Is there a war against humanity? Is there a war? Is there a war against humanity? I mean, as far everything happening from you know with the pandemic and everybody staying in the house, you know, not really interacting with one another. Uh, relationship sorry like an all time low um, even marriages to some degree um, it's almost like they're pushing like the powers that be is pushing like some sort of trans humanism in, in certain some ways now what is that let me give me a second make sure I gotta I got make sure my credentials is right. Here we go. Now to say transhumanism is a philosophical and intellectual movement which advocates the enhancement of the human condition by developing and making widely available sophisticated technologies that can greatly enhance longevity and cognition. Now they say certain types could be anti-aging AI and augmented reality or virtual reality, right? That's just the first three of transhumanism. You notice how I'll even break it down simple as, especially with like our elders now, the you know, the new grandmothers, right? You notice how a lot of them don't want to be called grandmother? A lot of them don't want to be called grandmother. I yeah, grandfathers don't want to be called grandfather. The grandfathers trying to holler at, you know, the youngers. Like, even the grandparents is getting younger. And I don't mean just physically or, you know, by age, you know, younger. But, like, in a mental sense, they think that, you know, they're trying to recapture something that they missed out on when they were younger. So they try to linger on to something that's been washed away. But in a way, like... 
the way I see transhumanism is that, like, that's why when it comes to anti-aging, like, even something as simple as people not going by grandfather or grandmother um, titles, right? It's just like, it's so minute and it's so plain, it's so mundane, but something that small can be so colossal in, in like looking ahead because you notice how these elders are acting. You see how a lot of these men and women are when they're on the ground. They be, you know, 40s, 50s, but they trying to hang with people like my age or younger. But mind you, these are the people that, you know, but again, I can't blame the young generation. How can you look up to people like that that's trying to hang out with them? But you can get knowledge from anybody. But at the same time, somebody has to pass the torch. You're getting the torch from, they ain't even have the torch. And you're expecting little kids to give you the torch. You're supposed to give them, pass them the torch and keep it burning. They don't want to pass the torch. They might as well pass you a gun. They, 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 they train guns. Should probably train diseases for all I know. But this train humanism thing is getting so bad, even to the point. And the second thing, even with AI going on, everything's taking everybody is remaining, it's replacing jobs, it's replacing, you know, everyday tasks, daily routines. And it's even replacing some things in school. Even replacing some things in, you know, our our escape, you know, art like movies and, and you know, TV and music. How, but how would it affect our everyday lives? I mean, you can make a case that some stuff like a Siri or different things like that. Sure, it's helpful. It could be helpful. And I will say this, too. It can be helpful. There's no such thing as something that's 100% good or 100% bad. AI can be helpful, but everything is prone to error no matter how perfect you try to make it. And that's what's going on with, you know, this whole transhumanism movement. It's literally a war against humanity to where they're going to actually start creating beings like us. That may look like us, walk like us, talk like us, but they're not really us. You know, they just, like I said, I always mention this too. If y'all ever watch Upload, watch the last, I think the last episode of season two. And they showed how uh, the main character, how, uh, how his conscience was like uploading to the system they showed how they was basically recreating this body based on a strand of hair that he had and basically recreating that and uploading that his conscience back to, to his new body because his other body, you know, was, they took his head off. Literally, they took his head off. So they, so she had to, this girl or whatever had to recreate his body from his DNA. But towards the end, his nose is bleeding and kind of left you on a cliffhanger. So it made me think about like when all these celebrities just randomly go missing 
you know, you hear that they're sick or they got in an accident or something happened to them and they'd be gone for like days, months, sometimes years on end. You never see them out, you know, they ain't just going on, you know, a, uh, a spiritual retreat all the time. They in the lab. I could be wrong, but they ain't, they probably in the lab somewhere. Hiding out. Ducked off in the corner somewhere. But they want you to think, oh, they worked out, they lost weight. Um, you know, they they, they changed their they got a different haircut. Oh well that just happens with age. Your voice just gets listen. Both of my parents, right? My parents are both oh my parents. Yeah, they they're both forty eight. Yeah, they're forty eight. Look, I could look back 10, 15 years from old pictures they had. They may look maybe certain their size, appearance may be a little different, but as far as like major changes face wise, no. Like if you looked at them right now, you wouldn't think they were pushing 50. That's what I'm trying to say. But you see these celebrities, they be like 50, 60 years old, but they look like they look too young. Now, I'm not saying that certain people, you know, can't look good for a certain age. I mean, you healthy and take care of your body. I get it. But if you ain't really the the health guru type or the, you know, the workout freak, whatever, something not right. Like, I've never seen this person look like, you know, eat nothing healthy a day in his life or do none, do no exercise, but all of a sudden he still looked the same as he did 20, 30 years ago, then then it's like kind of off. That's when the head, that's when you kind of get a head scratch when, when you look at it like that. But I mean, this whole AI thing really, but it was always there. People don't understand. It was always there. It was always, it was it was slowly finding its way to creep into modern society. They just had to put it in movies. You can look at any movie from whenever the first time they even started mentioning a robot or humanoid androids, whenever they started mentioning that, that's when they was talking about it. But, you know, we just, it's a movie. We laughed it off and it's whatever. You know, don't take anything from movies seriously. No, that's the trick. They want you to not take anything from movies seriously. You believe anything a celebrity says, then you think you're too good to not believe what they put in the movie. They have to put this in a movie. Hollywood and the CIA are like this. So they have to put the shit in there. FBI, they have to do that. Otherwise, it wouldn't be greenlit. If that's the case, why? What's that one dude that played on... Um, Uh, he was in the Passion. Uh, Jim Caviezel. He was in Passion of Christ. Uh, I think he was like, I don't know if he was a producer on the movie, but he starred in it. But yeah, he uh, had a movie where uh, I think it's called Sound of Freedom or something. Basically, the movie was uh, he was like a cop doing an investigation on like uh, sex, like child sex trafficking. And that movie been scrapped for like a, like almost a decade now. Like why? Like like why hasn't hasn't the movie been released? Because they know what not to put 
They'll put the other shit out there, but the stuff that you need to... Now, not to say that they won't put, like, some... Because, I mean... Eyes wide shut. Uh, there's pretty much exposing what they be doing in in the in the rooms, basically. That's basically they, they basically show that. But we, you, I mean, then Kubrick, you know, died like a week afterwards or something like that. Week before, week after. I don't know. What it was one of the two. But yeah, they, they may mention some of them, but like when he. They really show it, and it's like not no funny shit, or it's like there's no ha ha ha, there's no punchline. They're not gonna put it there. Excuse me, it's late. <laughs> but um, that's how deep it gets. That's how deep the, the the rabbit hole gets with this whole thing. We've been conditioned to think that the stuff they push out is like normal. Everything is everything that we see, everything that we. Or force. I mean, come on. They literally had. Fix my screen real quick. They literally had a AI rapper. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That goddamn FN Mecca. They had literally had a AI rapper. He had followers. He has streams. It. Let me say it because it's not a person. It had all the shit. And it didn't need no promotion. Didn't need uh, any word of mouth. Didn't need any uh, backing of any sort. Had a record deal. But you still want to be a rapper. You still want to try to be a celebrity. That's another thing with AI is done. Artificial intelligence. If I'm not mistaken, isn't artificial ah artificial artificial synonymous to fake? If I'm if I'm wrong, correct me. But when you see, like if you look at something, food, drink, and it's artificial. Doesn't it mean it's not organic? It's not real. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, it's fake. Yes. So fake intelligence. Duh. It's like right there. But that's the problem. People don't pay attention to the word. People don't read and like decode, decode words and phrases. Artificial. Could mean fake, could be faux, you know, fugazi, whatever. Fake info, information, fake information. We're being told fake information. Just like with this whole incident with the little Tay thing. Uh, I think they said a few days ago, they said that little uh, Asian girl that was, you know, trying to do like what the rappers do. She was like nine at the time when she was doing it, flexing money. Doing, you know, typical rich girl that got too much time on her hands. Parents probably sniffing coke, having sex orgies. Letting their little daughter, you know, play gangster rapper, whatever. And just like uh, anything, the Asian community drops in black neighborhoods. Black people, of course, gravitated to it. Looking like, oh, who's this little girl? Oh, she thinks she flexing. 
then hyped her up. She got exposed. Ain't heard from her since. Realized, you know, what she was the whole time. Re- we realized that we've been played like a fool. Then, boom. Next thing you know. Years later, la, 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 didn't she apparently pass? But wait. A few days later, her team responds saying that her account was hacked. Now, mind you, anytime there's celebrity death, because I know how toxic and wicked the internet can be, of course I looked at it with a head scratcher because, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to say like, you know, little kids can't get sick or have any illnesses or anything can't happen to little kids. It's tragic, but i never really known her to be have any illness or like she didn't have cancer. She didn't have leukemia, you know. I don't think she was suicidal. So the death, when I heard it, I was like, really? I was like, what's she die from? And like, I was like looking for sources, looking for sources. Unnamed, unnamed sources. Then when word came back that, she, that they lied, I was like, oh, damn. Yep. That's what I knew. Like, okay. Even certain information you can't trust. Hmm. False information. Fake info. Fake. Artificial. You get where I'm going with this. So with this incident happening, should we trust any information that we're given? I mean, we already know that the history books is all full of shit. We already know that's trash. We know that's garbage. We all know that every religious book is, you know, rewritten and transferred from different languages and reconverted into, you know, other languages to try to convince people to pretty much bend over and not have free thought, which I think a lot of these books have done and a lot of uh, too much of, you know, the idiot box and too much of these let me show y'all. Too much of this is getting out of hand because, and again, obviously I use it because, you know, obviously, but for people that are so warped up into that world, it then goes into the augmented reality. People are scared to live in the real world because, you know, they seem like there are nobody to the real world, but when they're behind you know, that phone, when they're behind this, you know, they're in their own, but which is understandable. I mean, you know, sometimes social media gave people, you know, a, a, a voice, it gave them an image, it gave, you know, them a platform to be themselves when they couldn't be when they're in school or just in the real, like I said, a lot of people, just like when I say, made the example about certain people being afraid to be grandparents and afraid to get old. I think some people are afraid to live in reality. Some people have a tendency of escaping. And if not drugs, this. But at the same time, that could also be a drug as well. So if you don't have to smoke it or snort it, sometimes this could be affected and this can be affected. You know, what you 
allow your eyes to see and what you take in your mind can make you an addict. You start paying attention to certain things people say. You start watching what other people do and you think that's normal. That's when you start become addicted to the right, to that augmented reality. So much that you actually want to be in that world, but you don't have to be if you don't want to be. It's too much, you know, everybody wants to try to be like almost like godlike complexes sometimes that I'm noticing. Even though I'm technically a part of this generation, Gen Z, we have every generation has their pros and cons. Every generation had a generation before them that was talking down on them. So I, I can relate to that. I've been told my generation was too lazy and this, that, and the third. But I will say that to the other generations that like talking down on generations like me and millennials, we were supposed to learn from somebody. And last time I checked, we didn't create AI. We didn't, we, our generation was just the, the receivers of, of the, the technology, you know, we're basically the, uh, you know, we, we grew up in a digital age. We didn't ask to be in this world. That's what's funny. People, you know, people always try to shame us. Oh, these kids are always on their phones and always on the computer. We didn't make the stuff, bro. We we grew up with it. When we were born, that's what we came up with. Like I said, ever since I was a little kid uh, in school, we had like computer labs. Yeah, we had computer labs all throughout my school. And in my, in my high school, I don't know about everybody else in high school, but school, our school, my school offered us laptops to do work on. We, they offered us school laptops with chargers and everything. And rugged as hell with the chargers and the computers. They were very fragile. <laughs> but I mean, we didn't come up with this stuff. I mean, so you could try to blame us for, you know, capitalizing off it and making some loot off it, but we didn't make it. But at the same time, we can't also be a slave to it. We can't always allow certain vices to make us lose sense of reality. But that's the older generation's fault because the older generation wants to try to be us. But really, we should be trying to look up to y'all and maybe y'all can learn something from us. Don't think that, and that's another thing. Don't think, I don't want people to think that just because one generation is older that you have to listen to us. Not true. Because if you want to be honest, Gen X was the first generation to pretty much say, let's be honest, fuck the elders. They're basically the first ones to say it. You know, they were the last key kids. Their parents was 
wasn't in the house. So they pretty much did whatever. <laughs> that's why they're fucked up mentally. But uh, anyway, yep, that's my two cents on it. That's my two cents on that incident. But everything's getting wild with this AI. I mean, I just read something about um, the Meg 2. One of the actors that worked on it, he was saying that, not that it's a shock, but he was saying that uh, AI basically created the script without them knowing. So it's like, dang. And it makes you think about in just this job I had recently, right? Where I kind of, I was like uh, working with a CVS and I was uh, you know going over information. I was doing everything right, everything, everything. But they're saying, "Oh, you did good," but nothing, whatever. There was a, you had an auto fail of this because you missed this translation. Basically, they they knew I was good, but they listened to a goddamn computer. So they took the computer over, you know, human trial and error. And that's not scary. You rather listen to a machine? You rather trust a machine that can get destroyed? And I mean, people always say, oh, yeah, a robot can do a human job. Yeah, but a, a robot can easily shut down as well. Don't just think a robot's just always here for you when you need them, because a robot can shut down too. Robots just a machine. Lights and clockwork. That's all they are. No matter how you try to pretty it up, how much you try to want to make it look like human beings, if I take a hammer and hit it over the head, now what? What you gonna do? But it's crazy, man. It's a crazy sight. But I know one thing. Ain't no guy, ain't no eye robot gonna take my job. But yeah. That's all I gotta say about that though, man. Also, uh free toy lanes, free him out the cage. Uh that goddamn Megan, man. Fuck it. What's the what is up with the Houston chicks, man? Megan and goddamn Lizzo, what's up with them? We just taking L's right now, man. Free my man Tori, though. Free my man Tori. That's a damn shame. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, that's all I got to say about that issue. Um, if you're uh, new, uh, like, comment, subscribe. I'm on Amazon, Spotify, Anchor, iHeart, Apple, all that. If you're not new, share my stuff, man. What are you doing? Do you not know? see the knowledge I'm giving you? Share it. Thank you for letting me be me. Like I said, like, comment, subscribe. Follow me, all platforms. And I'm gone. Out.